Confessions of a Trainwreck. 30, flirty and surviving. It's easy to speak out about the way I live, but it's a 24-carat dream. No supermodel in my dirty jeans, but in my 24-inches heels. Hello guys, happy Thursday and welcome to your weekly bonus episode of Confessions of a Trainwreck. Now, this is a pretty full circle moment, especially for my original Trainwreck listeners, because you will know when I started this podcast, literally almost six years ago, I'll be celebrating the podcast's sixth birthday in August. I believe it's the very beginning of August. And my very first episode was about my car. And that little blue micro gave me so much content, I swear. And I subconsciously think that's the reason why I held on to it for so long, even though it was the most broken thing and it was so expensive to run. But something happened to me last week. And again, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen the whole thing because of course, the first thing I do when stuff like this happens is I document it. And I hopped into my car to go to the gym at about 5.30 last Wednesday morning, I think it was, and my car didn't turn on. And I knew it was coming because for about seven days prior to that, every time I'd get into it to try and turn it on, it would kind of like really, really struggle to turn on and make that like, and then finally turn on kind of noise. And I knew that it was inevitably coming. And I actually wrote on my to-do list on last Monday for this very reason, book your car in for a service. But I wasn't going to be able to do that until the next day, the Thursday, when I have my work from home day. So hopped in the car, the car didn't turn on, but nothing is going to get between me and my F45. You know that. So what do I do, guys? I call an Uber and I got an Uber all the way to the gym, which to be fair, isn't that far anyway. And I absolutely smashed my workout. I did not let that derail me or upset me. And I was actually quite surprised because normally I'd let things like this send me into an absolute spiral and tears. Then my beautiful friend, Jessie, dropped me home And I had a really busy couple of days where I just didn't have time to deal with it, frankly. I know that's a really bad excuse, but I just did not have time. I had back-to-back work. I was teaching Pilates, which luckily this particular studio that I was teaching at the next day is walking distance to my house. Anyway, so well after 24 hours after this whole situation happened in the first place, I ended up calling a mobile mechanic because I desperately needed my car the next day. And the mobile mechanic came out and from everyone that I told the story to, they told me that they basically thought that the battery was dead. And that sounded pretty right to me. I've had many, many dead batteries before. And so I thought it would just be, you know, a pretty easy fix. Anyway, the mobile mechanic comes out and opens up the hood. Is that what it's even called? The hood of the car. And the first thing he saw was this big, it actually looked beautiful, like this blue, pale blue crystallized rock. It kind of looked like one of those crystal gardens that you had when you were a little kid. You used to get them from the National Geographic shop, sorry. And you'd water them and it would grow into this beautiful big crystal garden. Well, that's kind of what it looked like. And it was this really pale blue. And he said, oh God, it's definitely the battery. That's not good. That means the battery acid has leaked and it's going to cause. And again, I don't know if he said corrosion or erosion, And he said, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to fix this. Uh, If the battery acid has eroded slash corroded too far, it's going to be about a $6,000 fix. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, this car is not even worth $6,000. 
So anyway, he was the loveliest man ever. He was not judgmental at all. He was so helpful. He managed to kind of pick all of that battery crystallized acid off with, I don't know, some kind of tool. I think it was a screwdriver. He replaced the battery and he also had a look around some other things underneath the hood because I think he was just looking at me thinking, God, this girl is so hopeless. I must just give her a bit of a hand. And he had a look and also discovered a couple of things like I don't have any, God, what's it even called? Is it oil? It's not oil. It's coolant? Coolant. That's what it is. I had no coolant in my car, which apparently is also a really, really bad thing. There's also no liquid in my windscreen wiper spray barrel. I'm going to stop naming things because I realize how ditzy it's making me sound. But anyway, he checked out all of that stuff for me. So guys, if nothing else, just let this episode serve as a little timely reminder to please get your car serviced because it is not worth the stress and the hassle of having to get a mobile mechanic out to the house. Do what I say, not what I do, because I'm not one to regularly get my car serviced. But you know, the whole premise of this podcast is professionally, I've got it sorted personally, my life's a train wreck. And I really still continue to stand by that. And you'd think that six years down the track, I would have learned the lesson, but I haven't. This is now the second car I've had since I've done the podcast. And it's probably in just as worse a condition as the first one that I had was. But anyway, PSA guys, go and get your cars serviced. Check that there is oil, check that there is coolant, Check that your battery is not eroding or corroding the insides of your car. And above all else, just make sure your car turns on, okay? Uh, That's it from me this week. I have a fabulous episode to bring you next week. It is a little bit of a spicy episode. I've never done this topic before, so I'm really excited to hear what you guys think. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, rate it five stars, and write me a lovely review. 